guys, welcome back to the Blue French Horn podcast with Chelsea and Sierra. I am Chelsea. This is Sierra. Welcome back to another week. Hey guys, it's Hello. me, your friendly neighborhood procrastinator. <laughs> uh, that I that is all of us during the holiday season. I fear that is uh, yeah. For anyone who did not see our update on our Instagram. Um, yeah, we are going to be having weekly podcasts per usual, but we are not promising that they are coming out on Tuesday or any particular day. They are coming out weekly. Whenever they get there. Yeah, when we have the time to uh, record and edit them, because as we all know, the holiday season is a little bit crazy. Um, so we appreciate your patience. Yes, we do. This episode, right out the gate, um, I think we should talk about the format of this episode because uh, we have we talked we did a little behind the scenes. We talked a little before this episode, which we don't normally do, um, and we have a very big difference of opinion. So, do you want to yeah. get into that? Sure. I did not like how this episode was formatted at and all. I really liked it. I thought it was like some weird play. Uh, I got confused and was annoyed. I will say it is slightly confusing. I'm not, I don't disagree with you there, but I liked it. I liked, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm sure I like when the show leans into theatricality and this episode was very theatrical. I thought. Um, Yeah. I don't enjoy that as much. Um, I would look away for about two seconds and then we'd be on a different storyline. And I was like, what? It also reminded me of the ending of Clue um, a bit. Oh, that's my favorite movie. Oh. Uh, it reminded Sorry. me of the ending <laughs> of that. You should see it. I think you would like it. Um, I have a list of like 727 things people want me to watch because I think I'd like it. And I will not ever promise to watch any of them. <laughs> Clue, if you're going to do one, like I understand it's my favorite movie, so I probably sound biased. But it is, <laughs> for, for people who have seen it, it is almost universal, universally acknowledged to be a perfect movie like it is a great movie to the point where ryan reynolds who like i feel like the whole world loves was gonna do a version of it and people got mad and were like ryan reynolds keep your filthy paws off of clue <laughs> like no one wants you to touch this because it's a perfect movie um, i don't know what constitutes a perfect movie watch Any clue movie and you'll Chris find Evans out in it is a perfect movie for me because i don't even care what's happening i'm just staring at him well, watch Clue and you'll find out. It is 2022 Sexiest Man Alive. What up? Yes, that was just announced, what, today? Last night, I believe. Last night, yep. So, yeah, we are recording this on uh, November the 8th, Election Day. If you didn't vote, that's fine. There's nothing you can do about it now. But also, <laughs> go vote. Um, we, post, we posted on our Instagram picture of Ted as the hanging Chad to remind yes. everyone to, to go vote. Um, but yeah, we had the most important election last night, which was nominating Chris Evans as People's Sexiest Man. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> He's the sexiest man alive every year. So, what you should do, <laughs> because Clue is a perfect movie, you should watch Clue, but then you should watch Knives Out, which is like Clue, but it has Chris Evans in it. <laughs> you, would prob- <laughs> you would probably like Knives Out better because it has Chris Evans in it, but... yes. They're both, they're both great. They're, they're like silly murder mystery comedies. And they're a good time. Um, yeah. So I yeah, I very much like the weird zaniness of this episode. I think it doesn't take itself too seriously, which I appreciate. But it is confusing. I'll give you that. Yeah. 
look away for more than half a second and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's complex. You want to get into the fashion segment? Let's do it. You want to introduce? I don't know introduce- why I, I feel like I'm doing the Jewish lady from Bronx today. <laughs> coffee talk. Yeah, we're gonna have some coffee talk. Maybe I'll be Fran Drescher from Flushing. Like I don't know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> do you want to introduce our fag our fashion segment, Fran? Um, I don't know how Fran would do that, but. <laughs> Um, suit up <laughs> I tried to do an abrasive sound uh, I feel like her voice is very abrasive Yeah I love her But her voice is very abrasive I love that show so much The nanny is fantastic But her voice is something else <laughs> It is It's a one in a million That voice mm-hmm. Um so my first fashion note is I don't have that many, um, but it is Ted's mom comes in in a purple shirt. Yes, with a brooch. Yes, with a brooch. She's got brooches or flowers on every item of clothing she wears. Yes, and Barney is all about it. Yes, his suit uh, actually looks really nice in this episode. It um, does. What the fuck is up with Ted's shirt for brunch? Yeah. Um, it was and so Lily's bad. Barbie dress. That's all I remember. Oh, and Marshall's zip-off pants. Yes, I okay. I used to have some. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Everything in this show that I have brought up as like this was super trendy. You're like, I don't know, never had it, but the zip-off pants. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Amazing. Mm-hmm. Did I you, was Marshall. Did you do that? Did you like zip them off when it got hot? Yes, I did. Then they were capris. They were, yeah. That's amazing. I love that you had zip off pants. Yeah, you're welcome. Nobody complimented my calves when I had those pants. You forgot to mystic tan them. That's probably I why. Did. <laughs> I did. Um, 100%. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy I did in high school, he was like, I love your calves. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing to say to anybody. Calves are very unattractive and non-sexual. <laughs> and then this episode just proved me wrong. Did, did he seductively unzip the bottom of your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't own them in uh, senior year. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. T- much to his devastation, I'm sure. It's so <laughs> devastated. Um, darn. So my first, uh, no, we already said my first note. Um, my second note is Lily's hair, not the color, the style. When we first see her in this episode, she looks like Amy from Secret Life of the American Teenager. Like the, oh, with the side swooped bangs and yeah, yes. like aggressively, like almost seen with the aggressive side parting and the mm. aggressive bangs, but like. Where are you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's like, yeah, scene, but like suburban. Yeah, like preppy scene or like suburban scene. It was, it was rough. It was Uh, my mom doesn't let me actually cut my hair this way scene. Correct. Yeah. So I'm just going to part it real heavy and we'll call it a day. Uh, It was not. Pete Wentz would be proud. Essentially. Yeah. And that girl with the like raccoon stripes in her hair from MySpace. (laughs) <laughs> yes 
Um, Haley Williams would also be proud. She would, and probably Avril Lavigne, I would imagine. She does the middle part, though. That's true. Did she ever do the side part? I don't think so. I think it was always down the middle and stupid long. I think at one point she did. I feel like there's like one, like on one album, they maybe made her do it, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, but you're right. She was mostly just like the very, very long middle part. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I have Lily's hot pink dress or the Barbie dress as you described it. She looked great yes. in it. She did, and your boobs were yeah. boobs. <laughs> yeah, you know you've got boobs. And um, Marshall had a long-sleeved polo shirt, uh, which or, or is that called a rugby shirt even without the stripes? Um, sure. All I know is it was hideous. And then at brunch, Lily had a black dress with like these white ruffles that were like an edgy pilgrim. I was thinking penguin, but edgy <laughs> pilgrim is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was like the rebel pilgrim. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I brought the yams. Yeah. <laughs> I made them spicy. Um, <laughs> Just like these rolls. Yeah. <laughs> and then Robin has, I don't remember where exactly. I think when the parents first come over, she has a baby doll top on, which I was like, man, remember baby doll tops? Yeah. It was a not a good pattern. It was, yeah. And it was like a weird cream beige color. Yeah. Oh, my God. What about Ted's brown Adidas? Awful. Awful. What is with the brown? Brown Adidas <laughs> with his, like, I think he was wearing, like, greenish sage pants, maybe. Yes. And then he had that taupe shirt with a, another taupe over shirt unbuttoned with, like, red doohickeys all over it. And I was like, why does this look like a sad grandmother willow tree shirt? Oh, I was going to say, like, Shrek Swamp. Like, just... So bad. Whatever it was, it was a train wreck. It was a train wreck. Yeah, Grandmother Willow, Shrek Swamp, everything. Choose something sad. Yeah, it was awful. That's what it is. And then... Oh, you know what? It could have been, like, the paint balloons when Mia Munet Thermopolis Rinaldi is painting with her mom. They pop the balloons with the darts. That is that shirt. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Princess Diaries. Yeah, Princess Diaries fans, you're welcome. <laughs> Which, if it, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if you're a fan of the Princess Diaries, when's the last time you watched the second movie? Sierra and I watched it recently. That movie is batshit crazy. But Chris Pratt, Chris Pine is so beautiful. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying it's a batshit crazy movie. It is. Also, it was trending very briefly. The speech that Joe gives in that movie. Uh, on TikTok, yeah, the one where he's where he's like, you will find fear is not in my vocabulary. And he's like, perhaps, but it's in your eyes. Yeah, Joe didn't have to go that hard, um, but he did. He sure did. <laughs> that movie is, I can't tell if it's terrible or amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's both. It's. I think it's both. <laughs> it's amazing. But, and it makes all the more sense once you realize it's written by Shonda Rhimes. That just, that checks out. It does. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that movie. What season of Grey's are we on? Seven hundred? Ah, okay. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand? Got it. Check. Uh yeah, that movie is wonderful and terrible and everything in between. Let's shoot flaming arrows to a tiny circle. Also, I love that the actress who played Lily is uh a lesbian in real life and she literally jumps out of the closet in that movie. That is fantastic. Yeah, she's on TikTok. She is. I follow her. 
I don't follow her, but I see her all the time. Yeah. Uh, Heather Matazarazzo, I think is her name. I'll see. Thank you. <laughs> Heather Matzabal. Got it. Yeah, that. I think I only have one or two fashion notes left. Um, I thought Robin had a purple shirt on at brunch, but then she stepped into different lighting and it was like navy blue. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. With like the little ruffles on the yeah. face. Yeah, um, it was like a weird silk. I was not a fan of it, but I thought it was purple and I got excited, but it wasn't. And then I think that's it, unless we want to count uh, Marshall's mystic tanned calves as fashion. That's fashion for okay. the early 2000s, okay? Okay, so, all right. So, top of the episode, uh, which is kind of impossible for this one. But <laughs> We're going to hit the top of the episode at least three times. Yeah, we are. Um so my first note because this this becomes a thing that we see later is um it, the first thing we see in this episode is the photo um of all mm-hmm. in, the, in the wall and we see barney in a classic pose which uh as you that's a little easter egg for uh people to watch throughout the series if you ever see barney in a photo he is almost always in that pose um so barney is in his classic photo pose in this episode and i think that's the first time we see it or he's just i have kinda... no idea He's just kind of like holding oh, his holding the tie and being like, yeah, got it. I yeah, was like, I don't remember what he did. It obviously didn't stick out. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. It's it's one of those things. It's not that big of a deal. It's nothing you really notice. They, this is I guess a spoiler if you want to call it that. They pointed out like in like five seasons, um, but it's not that big of a deal. But it's just if you want to keep your eye out on it, you can just see if if they show a photo, it's most likely Barney's in that post, which is kind of funny. So we see it in this episode. Um, he's blue steel. Yeah, exactly. And then my second uh, note is this episode is very theatrical, which we went over. Um, and then my next note is we see the purple umbrella on the bookshelf. Of course we do. <laughs> That's the perfect place for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right by the door. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great place to go and grab an umbrella. You know where it would be really cool? To hang next to the door. They have done that before on occasion but not yeah. in a long time it needs to be there i'd notice it there yeah i agree it should be there <laughs> but it's not so yeah, so i believe yeah this episode opens with the sequence that we see like seven times of all of them at brunch and then them accidentally tripping yeah. away the, wait- the waitress the mom like punching the tray <laughs> yeah then we learn that ted's parents do not know how to handle any sort of even mildly awkward conversation and we we first see that with lily because they're like how are you since the you know incident (laughs) and then lily's like or ted uh, marshall's like you mean when lily abandoned me and broke off our engagement she's like you mean when i threw myself at marshall and he denied me and then ted's mom was just like i love your hair (laughs) Which I appreciated, like, two episodes in a row of people just not knowing how to talk to Lily. So they're saying, I love your hair! Yes. So, yeah, and then my next note is Lily's crazy-ass secret life of the American teenager, Amy, hair. Um, I will, if I remember, I will put a side-by-side comparison on our on our Instagram so all of you can see that lovely, lovely hair on both yes. Lily and the very young Shailene Woodley. Yes, you remember when you had, she had to shave her head for uh, that movie series, uh, Divergent? Oh yeah, did you have to shave it, or did she just cut it really short? She cut it really short, then she shaved it. Oh, interesting. The third movie, she cuts it like. Oh, okay. 
I don't think I ever actually saw the third movie. Yeah, the only the first one is even partially good, and even that one's not that good. It's fair. The books were very good, though. The they were the books. Well, the good. third book still sucked. I didn't. Like I was gonna book. say the last book was awful. I I just reread them like a year ago, and I didn't finish the last book. I was like, this book is bad. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna do the whole YA thing, I don't recommend that series as much as like do do Hunger Games first, and then maybe do Divergent. What is YA? Young adult. Young adult fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do a yeah book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, queen. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're yeah at books. Yeah. 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 If you're going to do, if you're going to do y, uh, YA, uh, especially, what's that genre? Not post-apocalyptic. There's a word for it. Um... It was like every dystopia. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I would do yeah, like Hunger Games first, and then maybe a couple other ones. However, reading, listening, or reading to the Hunger Games, keep oh, the tissues. That and oh my god, I unless you listen to a different one than I did, I hated the narrator. I tried to listen to one of the Hunger Games books, and she was so bad. Yeah, the first one was bad. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a book the other day and the person was like, What do you mean? I was like, Nope, we're <laughs> fucking done. Like I the word what, I get that it's W H. I do, but what? Yeah, I have a I have a friend who speaks that way. Yeah. It's very phonetic of you, but good God. Yeah. I what I couldn't do is I tried the Game of Thrones books are hard enough and the the reader of them has such a thick accent. I'm like, bruh. These books are already a challenge. I don't need this on top of it. So I, I gave up on trying to listen to those. I'll just read them myself. I want to listen to the Lord of the Rings books. I have, I bought an audiobook book of three Lord of the Rings and like it's enacted by actors on, That's cool. they don't read the full books, but like they go through like all the important pieces and act it out for you. And you're just like, That's amazing. I don't know that I worked that week. <laughs> Well, at least not very well. Yeah. I was very a... interested in my headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I listened to The Girl on the Train, and each character had a different voice actor, which was so cool. I yes. loved it. I love when I love that. that. Yeah. And when podcasts do that, and you're like, it's actually a story, and I'm like. Yeah, it's the best. It's an adventure for your ears. Ear adventure. <laughs> ear adventure. I like it. T- trademark. Ear adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how i met your mother how i met your mother that show oh yeah so i think this is when marshall is telling barney that he's gonna seduce lily by wearing his zip-off calf pants uh not yet okay that's my next note then okay so we're at the part where ted's mom's like oh i love your hair um and then they're like oh lily we're gonna go to blah 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 for dinner you want to come with us Lily's like, Marshall, is that okay with you? And he's like, yeah, why not? It's like we're family. You're like brother and sister. And she's like, okay, bro. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then he, she goes and puts on the sexy Barbie dress. Yeah, and it's like, what? We're all family here. Right, bro? Punch in arm. Yeah. And she's and like, she yeah. she the ankle accident or whatever. Yeah, and then she's like, I just got to take deep breaths. Yeah. Um, and that's when I see... 
um, that's when Marshall is telling, I think, back at the restaurant or back at the apartment, he's telling Barney that at brunch he's going to wear his zip off pants, I think. Oh, yeah, he's going to show off his calves. Yeah. And he's like, calves are the least sexual thing on a man's body. And Marshall's, like, Marshall says, uh, yeah, Marshall says, if I had, uh, where did I, I have it written down? He was like, yeah, if I had skinny little chicken legs like you, I'd probably say that too. I will be waiting by the phone for your apology. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when we see Marshall in his long-sleeved polo number. Oh, is it the blue one? Yeah. Okay. I do remember. I was like, I don't know if I remember the right shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's it's blue. And then, yeah, Lily is, like, mesmerized by his calves. My note just says Lily loves calves. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. High school boyfriend really liked mine, I guess. I was like, that's weird, but right. You, he, and Lily had something in common, I guess. Yep. Got it. Mine aren't even muscular cats. They're just there. They're just calves. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody had a calf girl. The one I've ever thought about calves is I remember, and I, it just made me laugh. There was an episode of Will and Grace where Will was bragging about how in shape he was. And he was like, My calf looks like my knee swallowed a grapefruit. <laughs> okay. And it just made me laugh. That's really the one I've ever thought about calves. <laughs> I mean, high school boyfriend had really nice calves because he played soccer and ran cross, cr- cross country. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I liked his butt. So. Yeah, uh, that's also good, too. His clothes? Yeah, more than more than calves. Just a little bit up higher from his calves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said this is when Lily has her sexy pilgrim dress on, and they sneak into the bathroom. And Lily and Marshall's like, "Take off your dress," and she's like, "Take off the rest of your pants." Yeah, because they were fighting at the table. Yeah, and then like, I want your face to melt off or something. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, (laughs) what are these insults? Yeah, it was questionable. Um, so then I think yeah, then we flash back. To top of the episode. Top of the episode. Barney, the Barney incident. Yeah. So before, yeah, before the Barney ep- incident, we see Robin arguing with Barney because Barney is trying so hard to impress Ted's parents, and she's like, "Way to wreck the curve, kiss ass." I'm not <laughs> even trying that hard. Because <laughs> yeah, Barney like made them a fancy reservation and is like studied up on Ted's mom's favorite food. Yes. And is Lobster. a lobster. Yeah. Oh and wait, is- salmon. Salmon risotto. Risotto, that's it. I was like, I yeah. can't wait to taste. And he's like complimenting her brooch and coming up with all these silly puns. Cross stitch and shit. Yeah. And Robin's like, my God. Um, well, Barney, well, what he said to her is like, he's like, oh, friends are forever. Girlfriends are like the flu. Two weeks in bed and you're over it. Am I right? High five. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then, um, yeah, and then Barney is like, oh, yeah, you, you want to go to Mass in the morning? St. Peter is my favorite service. At 8.45, uh, I'll save you a seat. Yeah. So then, um, so, yeah, my next note is, yeah, they leave dinner, and it's Barney and Ted's dad. Hanging out at the bar. With Wendy the waitress. Yeah, Wendy the waitress. My thing is, is Wendy the waitress doesn't know that Barney's a lying liar face. Like, come on. That was also my thing. Like, she has seen him pull how many... She's helped him pick up girls. She was there when he did the whole, like, 
paramedic thing, she yes. helped him. So yes. He, so she does know. Um, I would have picked Ted's dad, too. Yeah, well, um, I just would have gone home, I think, by myself. Well, probably, but if that was the choices. <laughs> or, or Carl. Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. he's dating a Lebanese lady, remember? We, we don't know. Maybe they've broken up. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He's dating a, a Lebanese chick. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, my, my it's just funny because he's, because um, Barney's telling all this to Ted, and he's like, and I leave because, you know, I have to get up early for mass with your mom. And Ted's like, sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand barney's incessant need to be like the favorite i must be your best friend i'm like oh okay psycho do you watch me sleep too (laughs) um barney probably barney i don't think got enough hugs and so then yeah, so then we see yeah Wendy the waitress and Ted's dad making out and Barney's making like, out and Barney's like he rackjacked me rackjack <laughs> I'm calling it that forever now great term rackjacking my favorite variation of that is actually from Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. uh, is when I don't know any of the characters names I only watched a little bit of it but the one girl sabotaged the other girl from hooking up and she was like you beaver damned me and that's my favorite. <laughs> That I've ever heard. I can't even place the episode because you don't know their fucking names. <laughs> is it Callie? Maybe is that a name? That's a name. Okay. And she's a lesbian. Okay, so there we go, Callie. With Arizona. Sure. They get married. Blonde oh. girl. Sure. All that sounds great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I haven't seen past when Izzy finds out that she has cancer. I haven't seen past that. So. Oh, okay. Well, the very last episode that I saw. She came back and Alex left with her and left Joe. Oh, all right. Excellent. Season, like, fucking 12. Yeah, I haven't seen past season, I don't know, three. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I couldn't do it. That show's too much. It so that's a lot. You need to be in a mentally stable place, and your girl hasn't been in one in probably 12 years. And I haven't been, I haven't been in one in Chuck's notes ever, so... <laughs> Oh, you checked really loud and hard on those notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally never. Um, so not not stable enough for Grey's Anatomy. So, uh, fine. Look at me now. Ooh. <laughs> Suggestive eyebrow wiggle. Yeah, waggle, 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 waggle. <laughs> What's really funny is I can only see it over my glasses because I can move my camera, but I can't see yours moving. <laughs> Um, if you're lucky, maybe we'll clip this and show you our insanity. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, we still owe you a clip of bloopers from the first season. It's coming, I promise. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Doth what she proclared. <laughs> King James version of things she said. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is also, I think, one of the first times we hear Barney use his uh, 83% number he's like 83% of married people are seeing someone on the side and Ted's like you know every time you make up a statistic you use the number 83 <laughs> if that's the first time how does he know that that's the thing is maybe we've heard it before and we, and, uh, we just haven't picked up on it it's entirely possible um, cool. I mean I can't even find a fucking umbrella so here <laughs> um, so then we get Ted warning Robin, this is again. We go back to the top of the episode. Oh yeah, top of the episode. 
because uh, it ended with Robin telling Ted's mom, if you don't tell him, I will. Right. Um, and then she's like, Robin! Yeah, and then the waitress drops all the, all the food. Yeah. So Ted is warning... Uh, Robin that his mom was probably going to grill her about marriage and babies because she's grilled all of his girlfriends about marriage and babies yes. um, and he's talking about he goes you'll know what's coming when she brings up my cousin Stacy who's had like a billion kids he's like the, he said the woman's basically a ride at a water park what a lovely way to put that Ted six kids in five years it's a lot of kids you know some people like a lot of kids they good do. for them yeah, you repopulate the earth for the people yeah. who don't want no babies. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for filling that in for me because I ain't having no babies. So all of you that want like six, good for you. Thank you. Good on you, honey. Thank you for your service. So then I noticed at brunch, we see purple flowers all over that place for the purple watch. I'd like to say that I saw it, but I didn't. Um, yeah. But I believe you. Yeah, all sorts of purple flowers. Brunch, is, all I remember is uh, the pilgrim outfit. And the Mystic Tan calves. Excellent. So then Robin confronts. um, Did we? We skipped. Say that Barney showed Ted his dad cheating on his mother with his really awesome cell phone photo. No, I think we skipped over that. But yeah, I forgot. Yeah, his cell phone takes awesome pictures. (laughs) Not grainy at all. Yeah. And Ted's like freaking out, obviously, because he's like, why is my dad dad. cheating on my mom? Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, so then Robin confronts Ted's mom because she was expecting to get grilled about grandkids. And yes. dad, Ted's mom was like, Yeah, just focus on your career as long as you can. You know, marriage and babies can wait. And yes. Robin's like, What the fuck you just say? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she asked Ted's mom, she's like, Why don't you want me to have your grandkids? And she's like, Do you want to have my grandkids? And she's like, No, I want you to want me to want your grandkids. <laughs> Yes. After she throws a small hissy fit and gets up from the table and runs away like a child. Yeah, which is that what conversation ca- happens. Which is what causes Ted's mom uh, to, to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and run into the waitress because Robin's like, "Fine, you should just have her have Ted's kids." Is that what it is? Yeah, I believe so because that's when Ted's mom was like, "Robin." Well, she gets up and goes to the bathroom. That's why. That's when they find out that Lily and Marshall are having sex in the bathroom. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I take it back. Yeah, that's when they're arguing outside of the bathroom. And then, yeah, that's when they're... And she knocks and she's like, just a minute. Maybe less. And then they come out and then Lily's like, Marshall, your zipper. And he zips his calf pant. (laughs) Yes. I'll zip my knee back in. (laughs) Indecency. What a harlot. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess to a pilgrim, that would be a harlot. Um, Showing your ankles off to every Tom Tom and other Tom in the town. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so then um no one ever understands that reference no what is that from i think you've explained it to me it's before. from family guy yeah <laughs> it's a peter flashback yeah i've still never watched family guy i watched yeah. it i think once or twice with you in college but that's about it probably yeah yeah i still watch it <laughs> a lot of people do it's just not my thing and then i have ted's dad like says thank you to the waitress and calls her like sweetheart Oh yeah, he's like, let me help you with that, sweetheart. And then Ted, and then Ted is like, listen, you should. Be, the only person you should be calling sweetheart is your wife, not this clumsy floozy. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm having a weird day. You're not a floozy. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset. Yeah, Ted is just breaking down. 
And so then Ted is like, what's going on? And because his mom does the worst acting performance of ever, which is like, ooh, I'm so mad at you. We're gonna... We are going to talk about this. Yeah. And Ted's like, okay, what's going on? And so they break the news that they've been separated for two years and have now gotten divorced like 10 months ago. Yep. And she's dating a guy named Frank. She is. And Ted's like, I got you a tandem bike for Christmas. They're like, oh, it doesn't go to waste. Your mom and Frank use it all the time. I set them up. You remember the guy that did your braces? (laughs) Yeah. And Ted's like, what's wrong with you people? (laughs) (laughs) Lots of things, Ted. And then Barney's like, you know, he mentioned he was divorced last night. (laughs) Slipped my mind. Yeah. Accidental. Um, So then... Yeah, so then it's all kind of awkward with um, Marshall and Lily at the brunch table. And then Barney's like, oh, there's no one at the omelet station. (laughs) And so they're just like quietly eating. And then Marshall's like, are you wearing a push-up bra? She goes, did you mystic tan your calves? (laughs) He goes, withdrawn. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyered. Lawyered by Lily. And so then, of course, we get a funny, uh, we get a funny, like, wink, wink in joke. When they're outside... Because Ted's mom and dad are telling Ted, like, I remember when I met your mom. It was at a bar. And he's like, that's it? It was at a bar? That's the story? Like, when I have kids, I'm going to tell them the whole story. Like, but mm-hmm. but ouch. Yeah. He's like, I think it was an Irish bar. Yeah. <laughs> and the mom's like, yes. Yeah, that, that's correct. So then this is, I, this is I, I kind of wanted us to have um, a little bit of a discussion on. So then um, Ted's mom and dad go through how they both kind of knew it was never going to work out because they have these really fundamental differences where Ted Ted's mom didn't want kids and she's very like by the book and calm and straight laced and his dad always wanted kids and is very head over heels romantic and kind of flying by the seat of his pants which is very much like Ted and Robin and um so Ted's mom is like yeah we just kind of always knew you know and he I was kind of resistant to go out with him, but that he pursued me and I finally did. And she's like, when there's that many fundamental differences, your relationship is just kind of doomed. And I wanted to, for us to talk about that a little bit, because yeah, I think, I think that that is true. And that's something you really don't learn until you're older is that, yeah, fundamental differences really do, really can make or break a relationship. And that can be really devastating and heartbreaking i've seen a lot of people go through that and it's really it's really interesting so one i need you to be introspective on that statement and just think with that let it resonate anyway um fundamental difference (laughs) you mean seven thousand fundamental differences if it's what you're referring to yeah yeah i was um Uh, anyway be introspective i love you um there is a line i think on this one like you can have fundamental differences But you also have to know that going into it, if you are not willing to go into it without resentment and know that you have to bend on some things, that's something you can work on. That's something that you can work with every day if you choose to, or you can just automatically turn it off and be like, no, I'm out. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And because, yeah, I have personally seen recently friends of mine who are in a relationship and some of the fundamental differences is how they like to spend their free time and their quality time. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And you can have that fundamental difference and still make a relationship work. But if that's, if those type of things, like, let's say, for instance, like, if you're a person who you really like to spend it reading and your partner is a person who really likes to spend it hiking and mm-hmm. they're getting frustrated because you don't want to go hiking with them, they either need to realize that they can go hiking themselves and have that fulfillment themselves and still enjoy that part of their lives while enjoying your relationship or they can realize that they need a partner who wants to go hiking with them and it's just not going to work out. Right. And that's something you got, you need to like figure out amongst yourselves and really look, can I live with my partner? Not necessarily wanting to do this with me. That's a good um, example. I like doing outdoors things. Not all the time. Don't get me wrong. Uh, My, my two love languages, the two biggest ones are physical touch. Only if I actually like you, please don't touch me if I don't like you and I don't know you. Um, and quality time. If I, I'm content sitting in a room and not even saying anything, but just sitting there and doing the same thing together. That is 90% of how we hang out. Yes. Listen, I know. And I'm, I'm saying that in a positive way. Cause that's okay. one of my, too. <laughs> like, no, Listen, that's one of my from next to each other on the couch. Okay. It's yeah. fine. No, it's perfect. No. And it's 10 like, out of 10 you agree. know, going into it, that's what we're going to do. Now, if I was like, Chelsea, I would like to go on a hike today and I'd like to take you with me. And you were like, no fucking way. I'd be like, okay, well, let's do, maybe we can walk around the mall. Right. Yeah, Come like to a, a middle ground. Like, yeah, exactly. I, it doesn't have to be a five mile hike up a mountain, which in Florida is impossible. But here nor there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Brad I, is the same way. He will, he does not like hiking. When we went hiking in, on a volcano in Costa Rica, he did it because it was my birthday. Right. And he didn't complain, which I was very excited about. Um, yeah, that's great. And for his birthday, I watched Halloween Ends. I did not wish to see that movie. I absolutely hate horror movies and everything gore and horror. I go to Halloween Horror Nights for you and for him. And we love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are things that we are very different on. There are also things that you and I are different on and he and I are different on, like how we vote for things. I'm yeah. more of a moderate person. He is rather conservative and you are rather liberal. Yeah. And it's like, I have, I go both ways. Yeah. It depends on the topic. Things like yeah. you have to be upfront with, but you don't have to put the other person down. Exactly. The babies thing, that one's a little rough. Yeah. Cause there isn't really a compromise there. You either create a human or you don't. Yeah. But I mean, a compromise could be adopting once you are settled in your career and you don't have to have the newborn phase you don't have to miss work stuff like that or you get a bunch of chickens and puppies you get a farm I don't know yeah and I mean a compromise sometimes the universe does the compromise for you sometimes like one of you is sterile who knows well that or sometimes like sometimes you just don't know like I am I go back and forth, but I typically find myself to be a big believer on, like, fate and that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you're meant to have kids, you have kids. You magically and, get one. Well, you have kids, and then if you're meant to also end up with someone who doesn't want kids, if you already have them, then typically if you're a package deal, they're not mad at that. <laughs> so Yes. Um, sometimes Brad is torn on kids. He's 38? Well, yeah. Well, now he has two, almost. <laughs> Right. And I was like, listen, I don't know if you want kids, but I got a couple. So Yeah, exactly. So sometimes that happens. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a person who has ever wanted kids, but I am not anti-dating a person who is a father. 
and potentially settling down with a person who is a father if they're the right person. Right. Um, so yeah, sometimes sometimes the universe just kind of works out and that stuff. But yeah, as far as like Ted and Robin are concerned, yeah, there's not a whole lot of unfortunately there is not a whole lot of ways to compromise in that in that right. area. You either have a child or you don't have a child, unfortunately. Yes. She's um, currently compensating children with five dogs. Correct. And he is currently compensating uh, children with his friends. Lily and Marshall. Yes, and Barney, who and is Barney. a toddler. A problem uh, child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And he's also self-sabotaging because he actually wants what he is different. What he actually wants seems to be different from what he t- is telling himself that he wants. Yes. Um, but yeah, I thought this was just a really, and I think too young, like if, it, if any of y'all are younger out there, these are just things I think to keep in mind because a lot of people don't keep that in mind because when you're like, when you're younger, it's like, we have the same tastes. We have the same taste in movies. We have the same taste in music. We like to read, you know, we both like Star Wars, like that type of a thing. We're meant to be. Yeah, we're meant to be as like someone who essentially got married on that basis of like a one really big thing we had in common. Those things are not enough. They're not enough. And they're not. It's nice if you have those things in common, Mm -hmm. but it really doesn't matter. Like they're not foundational. Yeah. If someone if someone loves you, they will enjoy what you love with you because they want to see you happy, whether they like it or not. So right. yeah, it's it's great if you both like Harry Potter, but if you don't, that's okay. Like that's, yeah. that's just don't hate on me while I'm sitting here having an eight hour Harry Potter marathon. Yeah, you know, it's one of the like I feel like those type of things feel fundamental when you're a lot younger because mm-hmm. you find, that's kind of how you identify yourself when you're younger is finding your identity is through pop culture which there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that that's how us kind of figure out who we are that's how um, you learn yeah is like identifying through characters and stuff but you have to be careful if that's all you're basing your relationship on because that's not enough right if you're if you're gonna have all these fundamental differences and that's the only thing you have in common that's a problem yes when i was married to the boy's dad we all of our foundational things matched up religion family, future, all that stuff. It was all matched up. It just wasn't right. Exactly. And I have a friend who she didn't want kids. She never wanted kids. And then she fell in love with a guy. And he was like, listen, I would like at least one child. And she's like, for you, I would have children with yeah, And that's something that could also change. It could also not change. And they could have, you know, went their separate ways. But it, life is truly crazy that way. It is. Because, yeah, honestly, like, now I've said twice in this episode is I am someone that doesn't want kids. I'm going to get real vulnerable for a second. I am also someone who doesn't want kids because I have a shit ton of relationship trauma. And um, coming out of an abusive relationship where I didn't have a partner that I could trust with a child. Mm-hmm. And I... We got a puppy and that was bad enough and I like was saddled with this gigantic responsibility to do all by myself and I was like if this is what being how like having a kid would be like I have no interest in it like mm-hmm. absolutely not so that if I were to actually end up with a person who is a supportive partner that could change like I could potentially have kids one day if I could see someone that's actually going to help 
you know, and actually yeah. going to step up and, you know, it be 50-50 and not 99-1, then, you know. <laughs> Tends that, to be that, a little bit more helpful that way. Yeah, a little bit. But like, I mean, and I, because I in general have always been on the fence about having kids. And then when I went through that whole situation, I was like, oh, well, that, you know. That, that solidified it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. But yeah, I'm not. I don't pretend to be so omniscient about the future that I don't think that that could potentially change should I meet the right partner. Yeah. Um, Cause like you said, yeah, life is truly crazy. Like who, who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I'm going to have a 10 year old. So like, tell me about it. I don't even yeah. know what to do with that. 10 years ago, I was almost a mom. And now yeah. like I wanted a big family when I was a kid. I wanted three or four kids. I have two, I have two children. I'm not upset that he doesn't know if he wants kids of his own. Like he feels like he's too old and that's fine. If he feels that way, fine. I was like, but if it happens, it happens. Cool. Yeah. If not, I already have kids. That's great. Exactly. And that's, yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, sometimes just, yeah, just life works out. And if that's, if those are the only kids he ends up with, which if he, you know, should you guys proceed and get married and those end up like as his stepkids, then that's, you know, those were the kids he was meant to have. Yeah. His so. family line will die with him, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, yeah, but I think it is really interesting how Ted and Robin are very the, fundamentally different. Yeah. And for the first, like, they've talked about that before. Of course, they went round and round about that before they got together. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first time since getting together that they really kind of realized that and really were confronted with it. Yeah. Be- Somebody because, brought reality to it. That yeah. after 30 years of marriage, you could still be fundamentally different. Yeah. And some people, like, some people truly do make it work. Like, some people really, because mm-hmm. it does, it does it does all come down to both of you as individuals. Mm-hmm. If you want to make it work, both of you, it, it can work. Yeah, exactly. But you have to both be willing to try and yes. you both have to. And yeah, like we said, like if you have things that your significant, significant other doesn't want to do, that's okay. But you have to get okay with doing those things yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with that, that's okay. But then you probably need a different partner because there's nothing wrong with them. Or find a or, friend that'll go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's like nothing. There's nothing wrong with your partner for not wanting to do the things that you want to do, and I feel like some people can think that way because they get frustrated or get like resentful because they're like, well, I don't get to things that I don't get to do the things that I want to do because, because they don't want to do it. Because so and so doesn't want to do it. Okay, then yeah. do it yourself. I don't understand. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a big trap a lot of people find themselves falling into because I mean there's nothing wrong with wanting to do things with your partner but also you don't have to do everything with your partner. yeah and it's probably better that you don't like it's probably good that you maintain yeah you those. keep your own personality that way yeah exactly exhibit like, a podcast yeah because like well because like <laughs> you know best like best worst case scenario you guys break up but like worst case scenario like what if they die and you've lost your personality and you like, don't know how to balance a checkbook like come on yeah, or you don't know where the coupon drawer is. That's a that's a Gilmore Girls reference for all you Gilmore Girls friends out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought yeah I thought this was a very for what was overall a very just kind of like 
theatrical. Blah, blah. Yeah, kind of just like a, a very fun, silly episode. I think this raised a really good discussion um, that I thought was important for us to explore and touch on. Discuss in the comments, guys. Yeah, let us know. I posted a poll today, but I posted it at a really weird time. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to repost it about our last episode because, like, I don't think any of y'all saw it. Um, so There's one answer. Okay, good. I didn't even see that come through. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I might I might repost that. But, yeah, we want to know what your guys' hangover food is. Yes. But, yeah, but, yeah, my last episode, I think – pardon me. I think just between – Finding out about his parents' divorce and then getting this sort of reality check about him and Robin. And then finding out his grandma's dead at the, at the very end. I just wrote, poor Ted. That was my last note. I love that Robin's like, they really like me. Yeah, she's like, they love me. And Ted's like, cool, they're divorced. What the fuck? I yeah, also, when the mom is talking about how his brother went to the spa. Yeah. And he's like, you mean the spa that the court told him he had to go to to stop doing the white stuff in his nose? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. That kind of the spa. spa jail? Uh, I think the spa was rehab. Yeah. Uh, court order Probably rehab. also should have been jail, but I don't know. Yeah. What? I guess it depends on how much of it was in his nose. Yeah. Maybe it was rehab in lieu of jail. They do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this was... This was an interesting, yeah, very, for what was a crazy, silly episode, it also had some definitely food for thought in it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. giving Ted second thoughts. It is. And it's, I, and it's interesting because it seems like it's giving Robin second thoughts in a different way. Like she was like, why don't you want me to want your kids? And it's like, that shouldn't matter, Robin. You don't want kids, remember? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this was, I, I, I see what you mean about not liking the way the episode is set up. <laughs> Um, but I still, I liked this episode. I enjoyed it. The confusion. This was when I was, when I saw the title, I was like, oh, I remember this one. This was a lot of fun. So I was looking forward to this one. And just like the Marshall and Lily ridiculousness, um, I really liked. And his calves. Because. <laughs> Those are some sexy calves with the, the mystic tan. The sexiest calves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the storylines. Yeah. I just got so confused. I, I watched am- it twice to make sure I watched it and understood. Uh, so there's that. That's a good thing. Also, my attention span is that of a gnat. <laughs> and for those of you wondering how I'm going through Rings of Power, it's with lots of pausing. Because they're like 60 plus minutes every episode. And there's eight episodes. Did you have to do that with um, Game of Thrones too? Because I had that issue with Game of Thrones where I had to. Yes, because there was 8,000 storylines. I was like, the fuck's going on with this guy? Who is he? What, what what did he do last week? Well, that and all their names sound the same. Yeah, that's Robert that, Baratheon. That's like in this the new series, like every other character's name is Aegon, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Pick any other name. <laughs> and demon. Yeah. Like, Damon. Damon. Demon. Yeah, not demon. It's Damon. I mean, that's close. I but. was listening to a book, and it was set. Like in like Scotland or some shit, and they called him Demon, and I was like, huh? <laughs> "Say what now?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, I like backtracked the book a little bit because I was working, and so I was like, "Demon, blah blah," and I was like, "What?" Go back like a minute, and I was like, "Oh, that's what they said." I'm right. That's like when you, that's like when you were a kid, or when I was a kid, and I was first reading the Harry Potter books. 
you could have asked me three different times how I thought Hermione's name was going to be pronounced. That would not have been on the options list. No. Hermione. <laughs> yeah. Hermione. Hermione. Like, there's, like... There was so... no Hermione. No. That was not ever going to happen. No. I don't even know where you come up with this name. That's, like, when you pick letters out of a hat. That's your name now, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think I also had a really hard time when I was little. My I was well. First, I was reading it in like um like Bible school, but then later, my grandmother's name was Esther, and just looking when you're a kid looking at that name, I was like, what the fuck is that? Like with all the extra like H's and stuff in there, I was like, can I just say Heather? And my mom was like, no, you cannot say Heather. You have to learn how to say. It. <laughs> just say Heather. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Esther. Yeah. Then when I was um in college, I had a friend named Esther. I don't think I've ever had a friend named Esther. Oh, well. Yeah, we didn't really make that kind of name anymore. But No. <laughs> but yeah, Esther was cool. Shout out, Esther. I think she, yeah. fo- I think she follows our podcast. So, hi. Okay. I'm not positive, but I think so. Yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Did you have any more? No. Sorry. <laughs> had to yawn. Um... All right, I got our socials up. You're good. If you guys want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us here. You can find us at Instagram at the underscore Blue French Horn Podcast. You can find us at Twitter, while Twitter's still kicking, at Blue French Horn Pod, no ease. You can find us at TikTok at the Blue French Horn Podcast. You can send us an email at the Blue French Horn Podcast at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail on our anchor, and we would love to hear from you. Um, I think we are also possibly going to set up a Tumblr. Um, just because that seems to be making a comeback and there may very well be a mass Twitter exodus happening if you guys are keeping up with social media at all. You know that and we don't need to explain it. I have no idea. Chelsea said that to me earlier today and I went, I've never even looked at Tumblr, so there's that. I used to be big on Tumblr back in the day. Um, so yeah, we will keep you we'll keep you guys tuned in if that happens. We'll announce the handle. I imagine it would probably be something along the lines of the Blue Front Horn podcast. Um, but if what? we <laughs> but if we come up with some crazy left field handle, we'll let you know. We'll let you know either way. Fake Newton's rule. Yeah, exactly. Fake <laughs> Newton's rule eight eight nine nine seven two four five. <laughs> percent <laughs> <laughs> don't go taking it <laughs> we've copywritten that right now um yeah so uh i think with that we are done with this episode and we will see you guys next week oh what's next week's episode called i hope that was rhetorical it was fantastic uh it's called episode four uh, it's called ted mosby architect Oh, yeah, we're going to learn about Ted's job. So with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye, friends.